keep interceding and keep thanking God so that we would hear good report. Amen. So tonight, I don't know whether the number of people here is an indication that we have too many women in the church more than the men. It's, uh, it's worrying. Praise the Lord. Alright, tonight we are going to study together. And let me just pour my heart to you. One of my challenges of late, and I'm pleading with God for, is when I see what this church is in terms of what God will have us to do. I'm asking the Lord and myself, Lord, am I doing what you called me to do? Am I seeing what I need to see? What impact am I making? I'm, I'm just being honest with you. Because I think I want to see more of what I believe is important. The subject we are going to treat tonight is something that is strong in my bones. Because I know that it's the only way or it's the only thing when you have been saved you need to be engaged in. It's as simple as join the harvest. The harvest of souls. And when I see our attitude as a church for it, I wonder whether I'm, I'm, whether I'm making any impact at all. Because I think that it's very important we establish what is important to us because it's important to God. Praise the Lord. And so I'm worried. Now why I'm speaking like this is that one of the things that I do not, by the grace of God, joke with. Neither would I shut my mouth about is the preaching of the gospel to anyone who comes my way. And I thought, like a pastor, so should be the congregation. So tonight as we hear this, I want to plead with you. Allow God to bring you to what is very needful for the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. Father, we are asking you to speak to us. Please. And imprint your word on our hearts. It's not because it's Wednesday night. And because it has become a custom, 
that we come to church and listen to teaching. That's why we are here. No, Father. I deem it as an opportunity for you to speak to us. That your heart will be revealed unto our hearts. Concerning that which you have entrusted into our hearts. And so I pray that Lord, Othrans, Ongshen, will be given in the anointing of your word. So that it will not be as we heard, but we are not doers of it. In the name of Jesus. Therefore, please, Father, help us together as we study at your feet. In Jesus' name. Amen. Join the harvest. As simple as the title is, I do not want it to be misunderstood to be taking us If you want, you can join the harvest. Bible never taught us like that. Many sons and daughters of God have taught that saving of souls or preaching of the gospel is the preserve of some children of God. It is not true. It's a lie of the devil. Many children of God have accepted that to preach the gospel is for a certain, is for, is, is a ministry of some people in the church. It is not like that. And I pray that that thing will be broken in the name of Jesus. The preaching of the gospel is for everyone who believes. The life to affect people to come and say your life is different is every believer's life. Praise the Lord. You won't respond. Before I speak, this scripture just came to me and I was just thinking about it. When Jesus spoke to the disciples before he left, in the book of Acts chapter 1 verse 8, When he spoke about the Holy Spirit. Listen to what he said. But you shall receive power. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me. Praise the Lord. Dear ones, listen to me carefully. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. 
And the reason for the power is that you will bear witness of me that I'm living in you. In Jerusalem, that's where you are. In all Judea and Samaria. And to the end of the earth. Praise the Lord. Let's get one thing established. The mind of God is that everybody who is born again is a witness for Christ. When he talks about Jerusalem, where they were at the time, he was only saying that as long as you are here, and when my spirit comes upon you, you will be witnesses right from where you are. But it should not be confined or not restricted to where you are. And in fact, beyond the ends of the earth, wherever you go, you'll be a witness. Now when he spoke to them about the promise of the Holy Spirit, this is where the body of Christ is getting it wrong. The Holy Spirit, thank God, He can do all things. But the primary, primary duty of the Holy Spirit in us is to show forth Christ in the world. Praise the Lord. Today we have changed it and had made it become as if it is all about treasure and what we can get in this life. I beg you tonight. As you listen to joining in the harvest, listen, as for joining, it is actually you don't join, you are in. Praise the Lord. Anybody who is saved, who is not burdened about somebody else, permit me to say you are wicked. You know why? The truth is, when everything is said and done in this life, when everything is said and done in this life, by anybody who has been born by a woman, there are only two places awaiting. Either to heaven or to hell. And the decision, not the decision, or the entrance into any of these places is determined by what you had and what you did with Jesus. Praise the Lord. If you give money every day to somebody, it will not give you Entrance to heaven. If you feed the poor with everything you have and go naked, 
It is a good work. But it will not gain you access to heaven. If you build churches, even for people, but without telling them about Jesus, you have not done a good job. So I want to beg us. See, I started by saying, I am not condemning anybody, but I'm worried as a pastor. What impact? And when I say as a pastor, I'm responsible for us. According to the word of God. There are other pastors respect. But I'm responsible for us. And I'm worried. I'm asking myself every time. Are they, what have they become? What is their interest? Tonight, I want you to please hear the voice of the Lord. And be quick to make a decision. I prayed to the Lord and I simply said, Lord, by your grace, haven't given me the understanding about what is important. May somebody in this church or people in this church also carry this matter. As I said, it is no option. We are the ones who have made it as outreach, follow-up, and singers, Sunday school teachers. Brethren, they are good. But the truth is, everybody has to be a witness for Christ. For ye shall receive power, and ye shall be witnesses unto me. Praise the Lord. Are you listening to me tonight? And so I want to beg that if you have never thought about so winning, and it doesn't bother you, maybe we would ask God to begin to show us why it is wrong that we may repent and allow Him to affect us. Because, you know, I don't know how many of us have ever sat down to analyze life. So, in this world that I have come, 80 years, 90 years, God gives me. After that, what? I know the first thing you will say, heaven. Because you have been privileged to believe. I know. But what about the person that you and I refused to tell them? Tonight, I, you know, I am begging God that He will send something into our hearts which would establish what we ought to do. Please. Are you listening to me?
I beg you, are you listening to me? In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 to 20, the Bible says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new curation. The old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Christ Jesus and has given us the ministry And has given what? Us. And has given us what? The ministry. The ministry of reconciliation. The ministry of bringing others to join Jesus. Okay, let me finish reading. That is... That God was in Christ, firstly reconciling the world to himself. Not imputing their trespasses to them. And has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Praise the Lord. Now, we are, we are what? Ambassadors. For Christ, as though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. I want us to look at something here. If any man be in Christ, does he remain the same? Church, let me hear you. Does he remain the same? There is a problem here. The reason why people are not flexible to represent Christ is I think it's a mystery we must probably ask the Lord. People get born again and God is very clear with his word. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. But today in our generation, people are in Christ and they are only, I don't know the word I can use. And you will understand why I am saying this. Because if indeed we have become new creation, reconciling people will be part of our lives. Praise the Lord. Per this scripture, or by this scripture, what we are discovering is that the Bible says that, 17, the Bible says that, would you please read it for me? One, two.
I want us to I, I want us to reason with the word of God. Is it true? Let's not go and look at anybody's life. Is it true that you are new? What shows that you are new? What shows? I'm asking a lot of questions with the Holy Spirit for my life. What really shows? If God said, therefore, because of something, for this reason, that's what it means by the word therefore, for this reason, if any man, anyone is in Christ, I am not the one. Jesus said, once you are in me, you are a new creation. Which is wonderful. Don't you think so? And he goes further to say, all the old things you used to do, they are gone. Not interested in anything about the kingdom of God and your own life of, how do I put it? Your own life of bitter anger, evil doings and lying and, and anything unpleasant that used to be with us. God says, if any man be in Christ, is a new creation. The old is gone. Behold, all, how many things? Ah, something is not correct with us. All things have become new. What we are trusting God for is that tonight yourself, myself, and the Holy Spirit will have a conversation. If indeed this is how we are supposed to be. And if we are not, there is nothing wrong with telling God, even as you are listening to his word. Lord, I see my shortfall. Send help. I have told you in this church, prayer can be made by tongues. It can be made in tongues. Prayer can be made in understanding. Prayer can also be made in in your heart. God, all of the three, any of them you choose to do, God hears prayer. Praise the Lord. So, when I hear God say, if anyone, anyone, anyone including anybody sitting here tonight, if only you are in Christ, did he say, the base is quite high, can it come down a bit? Did he say, if you are in Christ, things are going to start becoming new? Oh, brothers. If there was, if there was, if there was the progressive development into becoming new, we don't have a problem. 
I hear God say, Therefore, if any man, for that matter, any woman, if he's in Christ, that person is a new creation. Correct? All the things have done what? Now, can you ask yourself, what are some of the old things that I used to do and I'm still bound in them? Let's be very honest with God tonight. Let's be very, very honest with God. What is it that I'm doing that reflects the fact that I used to be an unbeliever and I used to do them. And they are showing up small, small. If God had made it such that it is progressive, we don't have any problem. But may I say to you tonight, something is not alright. Something is not correct when we compare ourselves to what God has said. And when he said, behold, all things have become new, then it's a big challenge. Is it true that all things are new with you? Ha! There is a reason to cry to God. And the reason why God is saying all things are new, apart from your life, you know, I started from Acts chapter 1, 5, 8. Ye shall be witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, to the ends of the world, Samaria, and then to the ends of the world. Correct. And I'm saying that what was the reason for which the Holy Ghost was given? That seemed to have been lost on the church of Jesus Christ. I beg you, brother, tonight, be very honest in your heart to God. When God said, Behold, all things are gone. If God declares, Dennis, all things of the past with your life are gone. And Dennis bears witness that he manifests these things. Who is to blame? Not God. Dennis has not yielded to what God says he is. Praise the Lord. Now, the critical thing that we are talking about tonight, the subject, as I said, is as simple as join the harvest. And I said, having such a title does not mean that you have an option to either join or join something else. And that the harvesting, harvesting of souls is every believer's job. Let's go further in the verse 18. Would you help me out please? One, two.
Listen to this. If I read a scripture and it's telling me all things are of God. How many things are of God? Then Dennis has a big issue. Dennis, is everything that you are doing in this life, are, are you sure that you are doing it as per the way God has instructed you to? Dennis, are you sure? Most of us are sitting here. I want to tell us plain and straight. When we want to put on God, we choose. When we want to know this one, I can't bring God in. We also choose. But tonight, let that thing be broken and make a choice for God. All things are of God. All things are of God. All things are of God. I told the Lord Jesus something. I said, Lord, I want to be like you on the earth. And I'm very conscious of that. Because all things are of God. Now listen to what he says. Who has reconciled us? The word reconciled... Past tense, correct? He has reconciled us. We, do you, Ellie, do you want to give me another? We'll come back. Maybe NLT. NLT. And all of this is a gift from God. Praise the Lord. Who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. Praise the Lord. God has given us the task of bringing people. So you see, brethren, let me tell you. If you don't become burdened about souls, and if you think it's an option, may I humbly tell you, you have a wrong doctrine. Yesterday, my car had gone to the workshop and I needed to go somewhere, and the guy was going to bring it from the workshop. But I looked at the time, because I don't like lateness. And I said, no, if I wait for him from where he's bringing the car, he will come. By the time he gets here, it will be up. So I quickly just called him and said, no, when you pick the car, he said, oh, I've received it. And I said, but if I look at my time right now, it's better for you to go to where I'm going. You go there and I will go by Uber. And I was excited in my spirit. Because I, when you are blessed to move about as you wish, you sometimes miss certain opportunities. I don't know whether because the guy, when the office called him for me, I don't know whether because he came to the church, as soon as I sat down, he said, I'm going to play you gospel music. But already, as soon as I sat down, I said, me and you today, I thank my God that you have been arrested. So I sat in the car, and then he turned the thing to gospel music. Honestly, I didn't see anything gospel about it. All these woyo woyo wire thing there. So I said, please turn it down. The turning down, the thing was blasting in my ears, and any turn that he made was still blasting. Any turn that he made was still blasting. Any turn that he made, I said, you know something. Then he said, 
Shall I turn it off? I said, thank you very much, sir. Then I said to him, what's your name? He said, I'm Andrew. I said, Andrew, are you a Christian? That's why you wanted to play me a Christian music. He said, yes, I wouldn't say I'm a Christian. Uh, Okay, I'm a Christian, but I don't go to church. I said, okay, that's okay. So how do you, what do you understand by Christianity? So he gave his definition. And immediately, I knew. And my my my, my heart started crying for him. I witnessed to him. He was driving, he gave his heart to the Lord. But I'm not excited about that. Because now it has opened another job for me to do. And I will tell you why. The reason why we are also not making impact is that we don't spend time on our souls anymore. Now, when God opened my eyes, I prefer not to have too many souls, but to have little and concentrate on them. told him, I will have time. At least you give me one hour in the week. Whatever you want me to meet with you. Because when Paul said, My little children, whom I have travailed until Christ be formed in you, I discovered that when people get saved, if prayer and certain things don't go in, the formation of Christ is not easy at all. It's because Satan doesn't want to release his people from the prison. So, I want us, please, please, I know that the day in which we live, church members don't want to hear this truth. We want to hear what we want to hear. But may I beg you, I am ready to tell only what Jesus wants me to tell you. People want what, you, what they want to hear. But can we accept that we want to hear what God wants us to hear? And I notice in the ministry of Jesus Christ, he was so unpopular because he never spoke what people wanted to hear, but he spoke what was very needful to their lives. We will be able to do it. And we are ready, don't you think so? Hallelujah. The Bible says, I'm looking at these scriptures and it's as if I haven't read them. It's as if I haven't read them. Look at something like this. All and all of this is gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to himself. Let me go back to my King James, New King James, and let me tell you something. Now all things are of God. You know, it is so very simple, but majority of the time we don't, we don't allow the Holy Spirit. When God says all things are of God, child of God, may I ask you, did you ever stop there and say, Hmm, Dennis, God is telling me that all things are of God. Truly, truly, and then you throw the light back to your life and begin to ask yourself, is it indeed, is it true that all things are of God or some of the things I have reserved it for my flesh? If you do that, it shall be well with you. 
Unfortunately, Satan, we have allowed him to help us to brush important things aside to such an extent that we are not considerate anymore to reflect on such beautiful statement. All things are of God. All things including your behavior to everything. Including your talk in everything. Including your act in everything. Including how you handle everything. All things are of God. Tonight may you examine yourself and play back and see whether all your actions have been of God. But for me and for us tonight, we want to narrow down on a particular thing. This portion when he said, and has given. Did you notice that he was not specific to by saying, and I have given to the apostles and to the pastors and to the teachers and unto the evangelists. Did you notice that he said, I have given to who? All of us. Is that correct? The ministry of reconciliation. Brother, as I say, you swing a message and tell you maybe I say, as I say, you All things are of God, and He has given to us. Unless you think you don't have it, but may I announce it to you? You have it tonight. The ministry of bringing other people to God. The ministry of telling other people to God. So it's not a matter of joining. It's a matter of you are in. You are in the harvest field. I was so joyful when God gave me the opportunity. A few days ago, I think somebody walked in here. He wanted to see the pastor. And then I think one of the officers, church in the office, and said, Oh, yeah, we have one of our pastors here, Pastor Bimpo. Took him in. What was it about? It was later I got to know. The guy is desperate with many things. Desperate, worried, and all kinds of things. So he said he just wanted a pastor to talk to. Ah, he didn't miss his word. I didn't even know that. So I knocked at his place because I wanted to tell him something. And he was engaging this man. So immediately he told me and gave me the introduction. Oh, he came around wanting to, and then they gave him to him and this and that. And with his permission, I chipped in something. Guess something unique that happened. As if what God has put in his mouth to tell the young man. As if I was there and I got up and I came. He said to him, he said, my friend, can I ask you a question? Is he telling you something different than what I'm telling you? That is to tell us that God has given us something that we can work with. I spoke to the gentleman. He spoke to him and we had only one message. Brethren, I'm begging us, may we wake up. The ministry of reconciliation is already given to us. But we have said, no, we want something else. Tonight, may whatever you want be broken and slip out of your hands. And let Christ be all and all. Praise the Lord.
I was careful. I'm careful these days. But I thought that this was so practical that it would be good to share it with you. He's here. You can ask him. He spoke. I wasn't there. He gave me the introduction. He said, the gentleman walked. And I said, hey brother, listen to him. That's how I started. Then I started. Pa! 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 And then when I said, okay, I leave you. Then he said, can I ask you a question? What he said and what I said, are there any difference? He said, no. And I said, by the mouth of two, everything is established. So brother, you don't have excuse. You better surrender. Tonight, may I plead with us, church. May I beg us. Something seemed to be slipping from our hands. God said, He has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Is God lying? Oh, Jesus, help us. The ministry of reconciliation. The ministry of being mindful to tell people that, brother, it is no good to be born into this life without encountering Jesus Christ. It is not. It will forever be the most important thing in life for all of us. Even the thing that we are crying for, name, riches, fame, whatever, that we want in life, may I tell you that it will never undermine this secret. Praise the Lord. Are you listening to me tonight? No matter what you want to become in life, it should never stop you from reconciling people to God. In the verse, the next verse, that, that God was in Christ. God started the ministry himself through Christ. Praise the Lord. Now, when God says, be imitators of me, he's demonstrating it here. I myself in Christ Reconciling the world to me, to myself. Not hanging their sins upon their heads. And has. As soon as I manifested, God is saying, as soon as I manifested myself in Christ Jesus to get you people first, I decided to hand over the baton to you. Ah, ah, well, hey, it's a, it's a, it's a big case. So when God says, be imitators of me, then you must simply accept that. You have to be like Christ. When you study carefully about how Jesus lived his life, when it had to do with the source of man, then you will understand. You will understand. Jesus, he said, 
you have bread to eat. But I have the bread that I eat that you don't know of. Man shall not live by bread alone. Man shall not. But every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. And I hear God say, Reconciling Ghana. Is that what is there? The world. So everywhere is your field of souls. Praise the Lord. I pray that somebody will catch this bedding. I pray. And I'm begging God the Lord. Lord, don't let me be wasteful in my life. Let me do something important. Let me do something important. See what he says. Dear, you see, that is, is saying that this is how it is. That God was in Christ. God was the first witness. You remember we saw it's in the scripture. When Adam sinned, when God came, what did he do? Adam, Adam, he started announcing. He was searching for the man to witness to him. Adam, Adam, where are you? And then Adam started running. So when the Bible says that God was in Christ reconciling the world, he already did it. Adam, where are you? And then Adam said, I heard you coming. And I ran. Our relationship is not based on running and hiding. Did you disobey what I told you? He said, the woman you gave me, that was the beginning. That's why, you, if you have watched, this spirit, it works in a lot of people. If you have watched carefully, majority of times, one of the most difficult things for people to accept is whenever they go wrong, they never want to accept it. Men like to postpone. Uh, men like to shift it. If you hadn't done this, I wouldn't have done that. If you hadn't done this, it came from Adam. It's a spirit from Adam. So when God quickly asked, have you? He said, hey, not me, oh, the woman you gave me. You watch this. When the Lord gave me that understanding, I've been watching. Whenever I'm dealing with people, people don't want to accept their faults at all. Including Christians. But tonight may he stop with you. Praise the Lord. So when he shifted the post and said, It is not me, the woman you gave. Already God. But you see, even in Genesis as we are talking about, God quickly started making witnessing to the man, Oh, what have you done? What is this thing that you have done? What is this thing that you have done? Okay, I will still make a provision. I will, I will cause the head of the serpent that caused you to do this. I will bruise his head. But for sure, he will bruise your heel. God started then. He came and he, he manifested Christ. God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself. And then the last bit of it, which is very crucial. As soon as Jesus left... As soon as God said, now I have gotten enough into the field, He quickly said, I will send you the Holy Ghost. 
when he comes, he will empower you. And then you will be a witness unto me. So I have gone. I have actually gone. Do you know something? One of the things I am also burdened about is what are we doing in our generation? The, the, the Stevens, the Phillips, the Timothys, the Titus, the Philemons, I have deliberately taken the strong names out. Those people affected their generation so much. I pray tonight that God will do something to us. For us to be able to affect our generation. Praise the Lord. You see... Until that is done, we have failed God. Until that is done, we have disappointed God. May I say to you, brethren, the power that raised Jesus from the tomb, if that power lives in you, my friend, that's when you will see the old things are passed away. Behold, all things. That power will quicken your mortal body in such a way that it is only Jesus that you will manifest. Praise the Lord. We have left these things. May we go back to Bible. In the name of Jesus. And has committed. That's, that's the matter. Has committed to us. What is commitment? Who can tell me what commitment is? The word commitment. Committed, yes. Trusted, entrusted, entrusted. When you use the word entrusted, my little understanding in English is that I have entrusted it. You, you, you be charge. You be charge of, be in charge of this. I've given it to you. Thank you for that. I have entrusted it. Brother, this is why we cannot afford to become blind to this serious matter. Praise the Lord. Because there is nobody else who has been given with this ministry except the believer. And that's why it's serious. That's why it's very serious. I mean, um, do you remember the episode that happened when Jesus was here and told his disciples about a man that died. Lazarus and the rich man. Is that correct? Luke chapter 16. 
very interesting thing. I don't know whether it's the verse 21 or so. But what is very crucial there is that there was, there was, there was not this, I'll, I'll come to that very soon. There was a question that, you know, when finally the man noticed that he has ended up in hell because he did not listen to what he was told. And then he said that I have five other brothers who are on the earth. Would you send this man? The message that Father Abraham said to him is what I'm interested. Where he said, and Abraham said to him, read this for me, one, two. I want you to listen carefully here. Abraham said to him, they have. Everybody say they have. Ah. It's a matter. Now, what is happening to me is this. If they have the people, Therefore, because of that, nobody can be sent from heaven. Correct? And the people they have, have decided not to talk about it. This is the problem we are facing now. This is the problem. We are noticing that in Corinthians, we are told that the ministry of reconciliation had been committed into our hands. But now, the Bible says that somebody has already died and gone and was facing the serious situation. And he is asking if somebody else could be sent to go and preach. And they say, we don't send nobody from up down when it comes to the preaching of the gospel. But then he said, but they have, they have Moses. And I love, God is so wise. They have Moses and the other prophets. Praise the Lord. They have Moses and the people who have received the ministry of reconciliation. They are with them. So brother, I want us to understand our position. Our refusal to speak to the people who are with us about Christ is something that may I humbly tell us all. It will never be taken for granted. I recently discovered from the Bible that if we don't bounce back to evangelism, I want us to know that may prevent some of us from entering into eternity. I discovered it. The reason why, okay, Ezekiel chapter 3. Quickly and I'll come back. Chapter 3, Ezekiel chapter 3. Let me see if I can find it quickly. From verse 16, probably to 21. See what it says. Now it came to pass at the end of the seven days that the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, I have made you. Is it different from I have committed you? I have committed to you? 
the same thing that is in the Old Testament is in the New Testament. I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore, hear my word from my mouth and give them warning for me. When I say to the wicked man, anybody who doesn't have Christ, one of his, nickname, one of his names is Mr. Wicked. It's as simple as that. He can be cultured nicely from a family. He can say, say. It doesn't change it. He has been born in sin and he's a wicked man. So the Bible says that you shall sure, the Bible says when I say to the wicked, you shall surely die. And everybody must know that anybody without Christ will surely die. And I'm not talking about this natural death. You shall surely die. And you give him no warning. Nor speak to warn the wicked from his wicked ways. To do what? To save his life. Whenever we refuse to tell people about Christ. We are simply refusing and denying them from being saved. To save his life. That same wicked man shall die in his iniquity. Continue for me. One, two. Does that mean that you can choose to say, I will not witness? Does this scripture make any assumptions? This is why I'm saying I'm begging us, oh brother. By the grace of God, I'm discovering some things that we have known, we have read, but we never took them serious. You see what God is saying? His blood I will require. Now, if you have lived a holy life, if you have lived a sanctified life, praise God for you. Of course you didn't. God gave you. He removed the stony heart and gave you a heart of flesh for you to live righteously. It's not your own. Jesus gave it to you, correct? So we are able to do and live well, which we praise Him for it. But God is saying that if you have lived that kind of life, but yet has refused to tell or to warn somebody, it is not that God will say, because you have lived a holy life, come. You have lived a holy life, but at the gate, somebody's blood will be required. And how would you answer? Have you seen how we have lost the fear of witnessing to people? Because I don't see God making assumptions when he says, But his blood I will require at your hand. Let's continue. Probably to 21, he says that. And when... Yes, and he says, yet, if you warn the wicked, and he does not turn from his wickedness, nor from his wicked ways, he shall die in his iniquity, but you have delivered your soul. Praise the Lord. This is to tell us that, brother, as much as lies within you, you, when you meet anybody, witness to them. To free yourself. So that at least, when it comes to blood requisition, it will never be required from you. You would have done your part. We continue and he says that, 
Again, when a righteous man turns from his righteousness and has committed iniquity, ah, and has and commits iniquity, sorry, and commits iniquity, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he shall die. Because you did not give him warning. He shall die in his sin, and his righteousness which he has done shall not be remembered. But his blood I will require at your hand. Let me tell you this. Those of us who are afraid to tell believers when they are misbehaving. Children of God, when they are misbehaving, that we are afraid to tell them the truth. God is also saying that even if you are there with your brother who has been sanctified by the blood of Jesus and that brother is misbehaving, you have every right to warn him. If you do not warn that brother, his righteousness that he has done previously will not cover him. So one save forever save doesn't hold here. Praise the Lord. Living right and living righteously is the duty of every child of God. Those of us who have of late taken it for granted and think that we are standing very well, we can do certain things and go scot-free, may I tell you there is a certain scripture, spotless, blameless. You know, sin doesn't have to be big. When you are wearing a white robe, and there is a dot in it, everybody will see, correct? So sin really doesn't have to be big to disqualify a man. The whole I was studying recently about this man, who was a high priest, who was standing in front of God, and Satan appeared there very quick. Zechariah chapter 3. You can write it down and read it later. Satan appeared very well and quick and said, Hey, God, he's standing here. Have you seen his garment? This man doesn't qualify. God had to save the man by asking his garment to be removed. Before. Otherwise. And one of the things I have learned about Satan. Very legalistic. Satan believes in this for that. This for that. So you are better In staying righteous with the Lord. Amen. So, even if we have believers, and they are misbehaving, and we are shy in rebuking them, it is not going to go scot-free. Nevertheless, if you warn the righteous man, if you tell the brother, no, no, fear, eh, no, no, fear, eh, God says, if you do that, the righteous, that righteous man, that the righteous should not sin, and does not sin, he shall surely live, because you, he took your warning, or he took warning. Also, you would have delivered your soul. So brethren, this matter that we are talking about tonight, I want us to know, it is not as you want. Neither 
As much as we must support the evangelism, it's good. Please do it. Because scripture has made it very clear. You could have put my money into the bank. And by the time I come, I get harvest. But make yourself available to win others. When we are going for crusade, I mean, everybody can go with us. I, we won't make a doctrine out of it. But you can also be a part of it. Praise the Lord. By donating. You don't need for your name to be known by giving help. To say, I want to help you folks to do this work. It will be accounted into your treasury. It will be put there for you. Praise the Lord. Tonight, I wish the whole church were here. But if God did not love you, He wouldn't let you be here. He did everything for you to be here. So that you can have enough admonition from Him. And to accept that. I, I cannot, I cannot behave as if I don't care. You, I wouldn't say even join. You are the witness for Christ. So the earlier we responded, the better it will be for us. I've seen many people in this church. Sometimes I simply ask myself in the natural way because we believe in outreach. We say, okay, you let's do it once a year, once a month. Just once a month. Let's get everybody. And I ask myself, was that announcement heard? And the people said, I have something more important to do than witnessing. Or they didn't hear. Do you know the opportunities that God gave us? The other day, I discovered that, and this is where I fear. If God sends somebody your way for the reason that you may, be, you may give the person the gospel and you do not. May I say to you, there will not be any excuse. If somebody even sends somebody to bring you money, and that's what we're going to pray about the Lord, may you sharpen me. So that when you send somebody my way, I will not miss the opportunity of having to tell the person the truth. We have done, we are doing things in a way that everything has become mechanical. We need the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. In such a way that we will just flow. You know, tonight, I don't know, but can you ask God? Lord, I want to be like you. So that the opportunities that come my way, Lord, I will not miss it. There are hundreds and hundreds of people that the tree man will say, 
nsempakano de enye ne dabene kra 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 enka ho eni nasemmo if you are here tonight that so winning really is not part of you i don't know how your prayer is going to be but may i plead that don't take it for granted the general one i'm not referring to the church one <laughs> Those ones, yeah, we, we are the ones who put it in place to help us, just in case you forgot. But may I tell you that your life, you shall be witnesses. Your life must already be a witness. Praise the Lord. I don't know how many of us will ask God for a bedding. You can ask Him and say, Father, in hearing your word, the truth is that I'm not even moved, but the way I heard it, I've seen that I'm sinning. And I want you to forgive me. I believe God will hear. I haven't finished preaching, but I will stop here. Tomorrow night, I can only beg you please don't take it for granted. Let's meet again. And allow God to reason with us. We have it for two nights. But I want us to pray for five minutes. And ask God. I don't know how you want to pray. Neither do I know how you heard God. In this matter. But brother. My sister. It's a serious matter. It will be a disaster for us if if we become like ordinary Christian who doesn't care for heaven. Shall we pray? You can stand, you can say it, whatever you want. Dialogue with God for five minutes. The harvest of souls. Father, first of all, personally I'm worried if I'm not doing something right. For this church to imitate with regards to soul winning, I beg you. Come down, Lord. Come very strong on us. From your word, it's so clear that we haven't done well as a church and as individuals, Lord. I plead tonight. I beg you tonight, unless you redeem us. Father, there is mercy with you. As righteousness with you. We pray tonight. I pray tonight. Heavenly Father, save my life. Don't let me be worthless. And don't let me go bankrupt on the things that heaven expects me to do. 
especially with so winning. I pray for our church. I don't know how you would do it because I cannot dictate, but I beg you, descend upon each one of us. Because the truth is that we are losing the love for you in this area. Individually, we beg you, Lord, restore us unto the joy of your salvation for ourselves and for others that we would always desire. Ah, my Father, my Father, my Father, my Father, Lord, bring the energy once again and the zeal of God in this area, Lord. We beg you as a church, we plead for mercy, we plead for forgiveness, Bontaha, Zanto Seke Bontaha Seke, my father Rata Zantu Saya, Zoko Sokotoro Mokoboroko Bambalate Bazanti Sekete, Lord. Once again, Lord, let Christ be formed strongly in us so that there will be the truth of the ministry we have received from you. We beg you, Heavenly Father. Father, may we not lose the truth. May we not settle for anything else apart from the truth, Lord. Kabadanga. Thank you for coming our way tonight and speaking to us. Our prayer is to plead. We accept we haven't done well. Help us not to miss our opportunities again. This we ask in the name of Jesus. This I ask in the name of Jesus. Lord, help our church. Lord, help our lives to be true disciples of yours. For we have received power. We thank you in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Please be seated as we receive 